Welcome to Evidence-Based Global Emergency Medicine, a podcast of the Global Emergency Medicine Literature Review Group. We highlight high-quality global emergency medicine research in the fields of emergency medicine development, disaster and humanitarian response, and emergency care in resource-limited settings. I'm your host, Allison Hayward, and today I'll be summarizing the Clinical Respiratory Score Predicts Pediatric Critical Care Disposition in Children with Respiratory Distress, presenting to the Emergency Department. This article by Nayani et al. addresses the Clinical Respiratory Score, a triage tool that had been studied in high-income countries and assesses respiratory diseases of all kinds. However, in previous studies, the score had been used to assess specific respiratory diseases. And in this study, the authors tried to validate expanded use of the clinical respiratory score through a prospective observational study of pediatric patients who presented to an emergency department in Pakistan. They hope to use this study to validate the use of the clinical respiratory score in a lower middle income country setting. The study enrolled all children between one month and 16 years of age who presented to the Aga Khan University Hospital Pediatric ED with respiratory distress. They enrolled patients prior to the patients having received any treatment. The aim was to use the score to try to predict whether patients would require admission to the special care unit or the pediatric ICU at Aga Khan University Hospital. Children who need ventilator support, inotropic support, or multiple fluid boluses are admitted to the PICU at Aga Khan. The study described patients who were admitted to the special care unit as those who were not as critically ill but could not be safely managed in the general pediatric ward. The commonest final emergency department diagnoses in this group of patients were community-acquired pneumonia, bronchiolitis, and asthma. More complex patients who had a history of prematurity or previously needing ventilatory support, any congenital heart defects or known metabolic disorders, or immunodeficiency were excluded from this study. After the initial clinical respiratory score was calculated, treatment commenced in the emergency department, and then a second measurement of the clinical respiratory score was calculated two hours after by the same provider who was managing the patient, and these scores were analyzed and categorized into either the mild category or moderate to severe. The authors felt that it was important to try to validate this score in the low and middle income country resource setting because they felt that there were a lack of scoring tools available that were both easy to use and could be used in a setting where certain resources would not be available. It's a totally different scenario over there working as a clinical researcher in the U.S versus Pakistan or any other low-middle-income country. I think a huge challenge 
was that we did not have any grant support for this particular study, but it was the simplicity of the CRS that kind of pushed the research team to pursue this particular project. The clinical respiratory score can be determined rapidly and uses six parameters to gauge the severity of respiratory illness. The first variable is the respiratory rate. Next, auscultation for air movement or any abnormalities in auscultation such as wheezing or rails. Also assessed are use of accessory muscles for breathing, the mental status of the child, the color, either normal, pale, or cyanotic in the most severe category, and the room air oxygen saturation of the patient. Based on the total score obtained, Mild is judged as less than three, a moderate score is four to seven, and severe is eight to 12. Patients with severe clinical respiratory scores were more likely to require PICU admission. Our review found that this study was useful since clinical scoring tools could help triage patients in emergency departments in lower middle income countries, which would help them determine whether the patient might need to be transferred to a higher level of care. This would also help provide an early assessment in the emergency department of the potential disposition for the patient. Our reviewers noted that the authors had aimed to utilize a tool that would be simple and cheap. However, it does require the use of a pulse oximeter, which may not always be readily available. The authors mentioned that mortality was analyzed in the study. However, the results of this outcome were not provided and thus left room for future research in this area. Overall, our review group felt that this study was unique as being the first to validate this tool for use in determining disposition of pediatric patients with respiratory distress in a low or middle income country emergency department. If you would like to hear more about the development and implementation of this study, please check out my interview with the senior author on the study, Dr. Asad Mian from Aga Khan University Hospital. I'd like to thank Jai Singh for his assistance with helping to prepare this podcast and produce it to share with you all. I'd also like to thank Caleb Brody and Jessica Murphy for their help with putting together this podcast. And also to Global Emergency Medicine Literature Review reviewers Priyanka Rolan and editor Anand Selvam, who helped to create the review for this article. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you liked it, you can follow us on iTunes or visit our website at gemlr.org and follow us on Twitter. 